Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Carl Wirth. He's the CEO and co-founder of Evergage. It's a real-time web personalization solution. Uh, Welcome, Carl. Thanks, Tim. It's great to be here. Yeah, well, that's quite a mouthful, real-time web personalization solution. So break it down for us. What does that mean? Sure. What it's all about is the same thing that you're talking about on this show, which is conversion, optimizing conversion. But the focus is do it by targeting particular groups of folks who come to a website, different visitors based on their behavior in the site, and then target them with relevant communication right in the web session to convert them over and get them as a customer or a lead. Well, it makes perfect sense. We just did a, a webinar recently with Jason Wells, the CEO of Log My Calls, and we were talking about kind of advanced uh, optimization techniques for forms and phone calls. And one of my topics was real-time personalization. So it's it's perfect that uh, get to explore that with our audience here on the on the podcast. Uh, well, so does this apply to business to business web experiences, business to consumer, both? I mean, what are you seeing in terms of your customers? What kind of industries do they tend to be in? Definitely, but both B2B and B2C. So the difference is if it's B2B, often the end goal of the conversion is to try to get them over to be a lead, a named person that then perhaps a salesperson will keep following up with or, or your marketing automation solution will be. Whereas for B2C, you're often trying to get all the way through to have them purchase something. Um, and so we're seeing folks from travel, e-commerce, lead gen, uh, B2B or B2C, um, even finance all looking to try to increase that conversion through yeah. personalization. And for those uh, you know, non-multi-letter uh, acronym compliant people, lead gen is lead generation, the companies that specifically try to get leads and generate leads for other companies. That's right. Yeah, I'm using lots of acronyms, B2B, B2C, but yeah. business to business, business to consumer. Well, at the beginning of the recession, uh, uh, B2C actually stood for back to consulting. When you got fired, you pretended you were a consultant. That's what That's right. Yeah, exactly. stands for. Uh, all, all right, well, uh, so let's, let's talk about it in each of the segments. So we're talking about personalizing it. And, you know, my big problem is that uh, when someone shows up on my website, I don't know anything about them. So how do you, what do you mean personalization? That's right. Yeah, so it's a good point. And for a lot of companies, that's the first challenge. You're getting big bounce from the initial um, visitors to the site. 
And I think you, but you do know a few things about them, even, even from that. You know often, depending on what Google's letting you do these days, but you often know the referring um, source of where they came from. Certainly uh, from so, paid traffic, yeah. They think yeah, from, from okay. paid. Or from, um, you know, if they came in through some email that you sent them or from um, another referring site. And so I think right away there, you can personalize by giving them a, a relevant welcome. And saying, you know, welcome from Twitter or welcome from this, this, or changing the content that's related to the paid search term that they were looking at, like a landing page, but actually turning your whole site into a landing page. Okay. All right. Well, so you know the obvious things from the browser environment. You know their screen size, their operating system, whether they're on a phone. Uh, let's talk a, a bit about mobile. I mean, would you create a different experience for them if they're coming in on a and you know they're on a smartphone versus a a tablet or a website? Yeah. So some simple things some of our customers are doing is if they're on a website and yet you have a mobile um, app or or experience for them, you can call that out to them and say, hey, did you know you can reach us through mobile? Or vice versa, if they're coming in from mobile, you might want to um, communicate in a specific way, even change something that's on the, the page um, in, the, in the site based on the fact that they came in from a mobile device. Well, you're talking about in general. Um, let's get a little more specific. So again, so for a lot of consumers, if it's a frequently used application or a website I'm going to keep coming back to, you're basically suggesting that to them, hey, why don't you download the mobile app? Is that what you mean? Exactly. Okay. And on the mobile side, a specific example would be based on geo, you're able to say, well, you know, we have a store within just two miles from here. Okay. So, so, so you're using kind of browser environment information and geolocation. Well, how, how reliable is geolocation? Because that's a, something that uh, our audience might not be that clear or up on. What, what is it? What it well, tell us what geolocation means and, you know, how do you find out where my location? Yeah. So um, it's passed in from the IP address of the um, machine that you're on, um, on a, in a web setting. And from that, we can look up in a database and match that to your location. And it's only some, somewhat reliable. There's definitely some cases where you're using a, a host, a your broadband provider or whatever, and they'll provide your, their address in, in um, some other state than where you are at, in terms of the IP address. So it's well, not, or it's not you foolproof can- in the web setting. And then uh, you can, in, you know, uh, consciously or intentionally mask your location too by using various kinds of proxy servers, basically going in anonymous, and they'll kind of pre- make it look like you popped out from somewhere else in the world rather than where you are. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and then Google. What about Google's uh, anonymous browsing? If I pop one of those anonymous spy versus spy tabs on Google Chrome, what does that do to it? Yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, I'm actually not sure off the top of my head the implications of that for IP. Um, whether do you know that, Tim? Does it? Um, no, no, not IP offhand. Address? Actually, yeah, no. yeah, I don't know. Um, but it, certainly, the implication for the Google anonymous browsing or all of the browsers let you go into that kind of a mode um, has broader implications for what I'm talking about because we're talking right now about the attribute level stuff, I think it gets even more interesting as you get into personalizing based on behavior. That's something we're particularly focused on. And there, um, if you come in anonymous, um, you lose all the cookie history. And so you do lose some of the power of the personalization um, based on behavior because you're, you're looking like a fresh person. 
Okay, so you're saying you, you're talking about tracking them with behavior across multiple visits or sessions, but you can still tell what they're doing behaviorally during their, their current visit, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's talk about that. Can you guys personalize off of my current session behavior, and what does that look like? Give us some quick examples. Yeah, I think it gets pretty powerful. So um, the metaphor we always use is try try to turn your website, whatever kind of website it is, into your very best salesperson. Like think what a, if you could sell whatever you're selling in person, what would you do and then make your website behave that way? And so some simple examples um, would be that you could even do within one session is uh, – uh, over time, suppose you're um, – let's take a talk about our own website. We have all different kinds of solutions. As you're navigating through it, we're taking a look at the kinds of things you're clicking on, building a persona and an intent model on you to say, it's this kind of person – maybe a head of marketing, who's looking for this kind of thing. And it seems like they're quite interested or just browsing around. And then based on that, you're going to be showing different call to actions to try to move them along down the funnel in a more appropriate way. Okay, so, but the, again, let, let's kind of get specific. So yeah, I show up and, uh, I mean, if you've designed what I believe to be an effective website, at the heart of it should always be your visitors and their needs, so a user-centered design. So if, if you kind of select right off of the homepage or the landing page what's your role and what are you doing there, then uh, just even by the act of navigating or clicking on a deeper page in the site, you know kind of what I'm looking for, right? That's right. Exactly. And so as the person's navigating, you're building up their a persona of them, which could be quite simple. I, I agree with you. The better designed the site, the easier this is to pick up. Now you know, okay, it's this kind of a role because they're looking in this area. But you can pick up some other notions of their intent simply by their behavior. So how many times have they come back to the site is a simple example, right? Mm-hmm. A person who's come five times in the past day or in the past couple of days versus, versus a person who's come for the first time or once every couple months is in a different state of mind in terms of how deeply they're searching and trying to understand what you're doing uh, than the other. So okay, just so you just set system. up some, yeah, some kind of simple rules of like visit frequency or last visit date. You know, if, it's, if you've come back twice in the same day, then we're going to pop up, uh, suggest that you chat with a representative live or something like that. That's right. Like, Okay. Yeah. One of our customers has, um, was finding that they had a million people come to their site. Um, 10,000 would f- finish their sign-up form, but they had 50,000 who were coming four more times in a month and not doing their sign-up form. So these are pretty interested people. And so the whole idea with personalization is, well, talk differently to that person than to the person who's there for the first time. It's my All right. fifth time here. Yeah, well, let's, let's revisit that right after the break. We're going to take a two-minute break, uh, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, 
Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the Backlinks. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime, inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Now I'm continuing my conversation with Carl Wirth, the CEO of Evergage. Okay, so Carl, before the break, we were talking about, uh, you know, for example, looking at someone's urgency and number of visits, you know, kind of or their level of commitment to you maybe is another way of, of talking about it. Uh, so what would you do differently for somebody who's more urgently interested? Right. So let's continue with that example that I was saying. So a, a person who's come for the first time, often we recommend just leave them alone. You've designed a well-designed site. You know We're not going to necessarily tailor the personalization for the first um, few clicks of their interaction. But it, in, in contrast, if that person had come four times and this is now their fifth visit – you might do several different things. You might give them a discount. You might give them a survey and say, hey, you've been here a bunch of times. What's preventing you from taking the next step? Or even better, you might have looked at their behavior over the past visits and seen, oh, this is a person who's really been um, you know, worried about safety or looking at these different areas and based on rules and analysis of past behavior decide – People who exhibit this behavior need to be nudged or, or encouraged about this. So here's a relevant white paper on that topic based on looking at the kinds of things that they clicked before converting. Yeah, one of the things that I'm a really big fan of is um, not making people do extra work. Would you agree with that general notion? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Well, so one thing I know that on on visits to websites, and I think even just uh, 
the bigger e-commerce players are getting much better at it um, is when, you know help me pick up where I left off. If I look through a product catalog and I looked at several things, if I come back to the site, say you should say, "Welcome back. Here's the crap you were looking at. Do you want to pick up looking at any of these items, or do you just want to go to the main store?" So you can kind of or halfway through a form, if like you say, I didn't complete it. Welcome back. You'd started a. A mortgage inquiry application. Here's the information we have. Do you want to just continue with that application and reinsert them back into the process? What do you think of those kind of things of you know, helping them uh, not lose all of the context or work they did on their last visits? Yeah, those are great suggestions. Those are some of the things we do help with, and it's a it's a great point. Why why wouldn't you let people pick off from where they were? Another example is um, so many. This is so obvious, but you have something in your shopping cart. You go to leave. You should before you leave, someone should remind you you're leaving with things in your in your shopping cart. Right, a little bounce detect message. But also when you come back, why not? Why wouldn't the homepage say, hey? Uh, welcome back. Here are the things you currently have in your shopping cart. Would you like yep. to continue purchasing these or would you like to you know, move on? Yeah, and I know that people scrub out their cookies or set it to automatically delete all their cookies. But um, basically, if you're a website owner, you should always leave your cookies on for as long as possible for the ones that don't delete them so you get the longest possible history with people, right? That's right. Is there any disadvantage to uh, having a longer cookie life? Not, not that I know of. It's, it helps you be able to track that across time. Yeah, so I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't know if is there a limit to cookie length. I think it might be a year or two. I don't. I most people set them to one to two years. We set our cookies to two, I believe. I don't. I imagine you could set them longer. I don't actually know the answer to that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any idea what percentage of you know where that? Kind of uh, cookies are effective. How quickly people reset their cookies? You know, in other words, after three months, only X percent of people still have their cookies set. Well, we, what we're seeing from our own customers' data is it, it's bimodal. There's two two groups. There's there's a, a large group which is more than eighty percent who just are leaving them, and then okay. there's a smaller group of uh, around twenty percent who are who clear regularly, like Edward <laughs> Snowden. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, we don't know for sure it's the same people, but we sort of, you know, looking at it, it seems like it's the same folks. It's okay, a churning group. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, well, let's uh, let's talk about kind of the differences between B two B and B two C a little bit. Uh, so you'd mentioned for B two C, basically, you're going for the close. Subscribe now, do our free trial, buy it, whatever that ultimate conversion is. But for big item B two B sales. Uh, what kind of different information would you be trying to personalize? Yeah, so this is really interesting because we, I think it's more obvious, as you're saying, in, in the B2C setting, the, the kinds of things you might do and how you would affect it on the web for personalization. What you tend to think for B2B is that it's going to be uh, um, a, a simpler thing on the web and then you're going to get them to a person and that person will close close a deal for any larger, more complex product. But what we're reading in you know, other people's surveys is that um, the B2B buying cycle has moved online such that people are doing 70 to 80% of their research anonymous 
uh, even for large B2B purchases, anonymous online. And in that case, the, the B2B and B2C get, get a lot closer. Now, you're not trying to convert them to the purchase there, but you're doing the whole education, add value throughout the whole sales cycle on the web. And then only in the last 20% of the sales cycle do you get a name into your marketing automation system, hit them with emails, you know, phone call, phone call kind of stuff. And so you're, you are having to personalize that whole web experience for the, that 80% of the buying process. Okay, so what that says, yeah, and, and I'll agree with you. I mean, but even as as a lead, yeah, you, yeah, I, I've heard lots of companies say, well, when we get them on the phone, we have an eighty percent close rate. So their action is to basically have you fill out a lead form, right, and right. and I call that greedy marketing. You know, just like where you're squeezing the bottom of the sales funnel, hoping dollar signs come out. But most people, like you say, they're fr- on the front end of that process at the top of the sales funnel. That's the last thing they want is for you to pick up that phone and call them back, right? Yeah, and they want to be empowered to to research on the website. And that's where I think as much as you can turn the website into a great salesperson. So some examples, by watching behavior, a lot of B2B companies have wide ranges of products that they sell and to different kinds of personas. So understanding that person's persona, the kinds of content that they've read, and suggesting other relevant stuff that will help them along. That's kind of simple. Another one, build an ROI calculator um, right into the site. The person p- puts their stuff. If you're tracking their behavior in that ROI calculator, you start understanding, oh, they're about this size. They're looking for th- this. Th- here's this level of their problem. Personalize right back there. You're selling right in that process. So basically the output of the calculator is a suggested solution that's appropriate for them. But also even if you don't know their email, even if you don't ask for it in the calculator, in the cookie, you still record the values that they put in. So you you just learned a bunch of stuff. And when they are not anonymous anymore when they do pop their head up and contact you, then you'll have that prior context in the cookie. Right, but even better is, that's all, maybe not better, but also good, is the ability to, while they're still anonymous, now they come back a, another time and another time, maybe change the, the thing on the homepage that says, hey, you know. Here's if, our if, small business stuff. Yeah. You know your small business. Because bring of the in, values you put in. Exactly. You know they're a small business or wouldn't it – you're getting to the end of the quarter you know, for next year. Wouldn't it be nice to increase to, – to see that you know, whatever their problem was you know, change by this amount next year, right? Boom, right targeted to them because you've understood what their problem is. Now, what do you think of uh, personalizing B2B to the account level? Quite a few of our clients uh, work with demand base, for example, as a third-party kind of real-time – um, data append and uh, finding out, okay, this person's coming from this Fortune 500 company that I'm trying to target. Do you guys do anything to the company level? We do. We, yeah, we support account level and um, and user level. And we're not like a demand-based competitor. They have a really good, robust API for that. What we do is supplement that you get the data, so you could get it from demand base or others, and then now you know that you have it at the account level. We make it really easy to change your site based on that, plus the behavior stuff. Um, and so I really, I really like that notion. Yeah. So, so again, if you're hunting um, buffalo or whales or whatever you want to call them, if it's named account selling into the Fortune 1000 or Global 1000, then um, you definitely want to. If you if you can tell where they came from. Then you know what industry they're in, their company size, you know, just based by their IP address in many cases. And then you can customize appropriately and give them, 
case studies and other supporting information that's out of their own industry. Right. I was at a um, speaking at a conference, an online gaming gambling conference in Europe in London one time, and um, you know, was talking to some guys from big uh, publicly traded company that was in the gaming space, and and they said, "Well, who have you worked with?" And I said, "Well, you know, Google, Nestle, Verizon, Wireless, Canon," and they said, "No, no, in gaming." Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, wow. it's like in business to business, we often want stuff that's relevant to our vertical industry only, and we don't think anyone else has similar experiences, or we don't find it credible. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, hey, Carl, we unfortunately have to go to another commercial break, uh, but when we're back, I want to find out something. I've always said that to be a CEO, you have to be a little, you know, like wrong in the head. And I understand that you've had six concussions. That's right. We're going to find out more about that in two minutes. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization, with Carl Wirth from Evergage. Carl, six concussions? 
what are you, accident prone or are you like a danger hound? I, I think it's a mix of the two. It's, it's a two from wrestling, two from skiing, and two from playing soccer. So, um, oh wow, yeah, it's just playing sports pretty hard, and um, and uh, yeah, got hit in the well, head a lot. I, I don't know if it means no one's going to take anything I said on this uh, seriously anymore. But. Well, you know, like I said, I think uh, most most CEOs are guilty until proven innocent. Uh, <laughs> but well, ski- skiing. Wow. Well, I'm glad you didn't pull a Kennedy. I remember one time there was some drunk uh, Kennedy skiing, and they actually died. I think by just yeah skiing into a tree or something. I know I did ski off a cliff into a tree, but um, but I, I live to tell <laughs> You're it. You're still here. Well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. Me uh, too. Well, so you know, all I did was I broke my leg playing soccer in a senior year in high school. Uh, that was in my dad's pickup league. I wasn't even in the, you know, on the school team. But uh, that's that's the only major damage. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably better if you're going to break something. Your your leg is better than your head. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's um, focus on kind of the nuts and bolts of doing this for the last you know few minutes we have here. So, uh, your personalization platform. I assume that means that you work with all kinds of different content management systems and landing page optimiz- building platforms and things like that. That's right. So, yeah. how do you integrate into a, a, a website or a landing page. Yeah, so we tried to make it really simple. And so you just put in JavaScript like you'd put in a Google Analytics into whatever pages you want to personalize and track behavior on. And um, you put it into the header of the, the site if you want to go across the whole site or into, into the page. And from there, you use like a visual tool that goes through and lets you decide what these are the things I'm going to track. And then you pick areas of the site, like a, a block or a div, um, and just say, okay, we're going to change that one based on these behaviors and this one based on the, those behaviors. And those, can those be nested? In other words, can you have, um, you know, say, well, if it's a repeat visitor, do this, and inside of that page, if it's a repeat visitor from the automotive industry, do this additional thing. Can you do things like that? Yes, we can. Yeah, just to make it flexible. Okay, and so does it re- unless you're changing flow or layout or functional stuff, this is something that the marketing folks in the company themselves can you know come up with these alternative versions that's the- right that's the big um big aha is it, it, you, you look at some of the bigger tools you know we've been talking about personalization since um the dot com times you know, and um at at that time it was really well take a development team and really home build it but this is a marketer can just iterate um on their own without development real quickly i'll, I'll do my cheesy voiceover commercial so easy even a marketer can do it <laughs> exactly <like> that, right? exactly <laughs> for, for us technically challenged types uh well well so and what's the kind of the entry point to get started with these kind of tools can you talk about where you fit into the larger ecosystem of other competitors you might have what size companies you work with what's kind of a rough entry point in terms of price how do you price it that sort of thing sure yeah so we we see like um in terms of the competitive landscape the the biggest people we see out there is Adobe, you know, so the Adobe marketing suite colon target, I think is its current iteration of a name um, mm-hmm. from, from the Omniture test and target side of things. And there, what, what you're seeing is um, something that is a little more heavy and requires development involvement. And we tried to position ourselves as the lighter weight, pretty powerful real time, but marketer um, oriented solution. So we start at, um, 
the lowest price point is six thousand dollars a year, um, so just five hundred bucks a month, um, and then we'll go up to to folks who are paying several thousand dollars a month, um, and it's uh, based on the number of uniques that you have um, in a in a month or sort of averaged over a, a time period in the past. Okay, but this doesn't have to be applied site wide. It's to uniques to whatever pages that you're tagged on. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So if you if you just want to personalize, you have a lot of traffic to your site, but you want to personalize a very specific corner of your site, you can just work with that part. That's right. Yeah, and we have some people doing that. Okay, um, and and then in terms of. Um, you know, just to kind of th- what's required in terms of ramp up and set up time. How quickly can someone get up and running for this? Oh, it's very straightforward. So it's the biggest barrier is getting that JavaScript in, which some marketers can do with depending on their CMS or, or the like themselves. But if you need a developer, you get the, the couple lines of JavaScript in. And at that point, you're good to go. And, and usually we'll do, do a kick off call and then in a um, kick cough call, kick off call. And in the um, midst of that, hour-long call will work with you, get the first personalization up, and then you're, you kind of go from there. And so it's usually a couple hours and you have several going. And then it's, it's sort of your decision, okay. how much do I want to track and how many do I want to do? And, and Makes yeah. sense. Well, well, unfortunately, we're coming up on the end of our, of our segment here. Uh, if you are interested in the, our 2014 conversion conferences, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston, as well as London, Paris, and Berlin – uh, go to conversionconference.com, and for our loyal listeners, we have $100 off if you use WMFM as your code. San Francisco's coming up next March. Uh, Carl, I want to thank you again for, for being with us, and uh, I hope to have you back on the show someday. Thanks very much, and I'll see you at Conversion Conference. We've been in the past and, and love that, that show. Perfect. Well, thanks for your kind words. And listeners, we'll see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.